Hello everyone and welcome to the Miss Saye Show. Today I have a very talented and special guest, Keaton Simons. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Keaton has so many talents. He is a performing artist, he's, he is a songwriter, he also writes for, uh, you have written for a TV episode and one of the biggest news is that his first feature film that he has scored will be released soon. Yes, September um, 4th. So excited for that. What is, are you able to talk about that? Yeah, I can totally talk about it. It's coming out. It's been announced. I, it's such a great, it's such a great thing to be able to talk about because you never know. You know, everyone tries to keep things as hush hush as they can before they're right. released. But um, this project's been in the works for a very long time. Mm -hmm. uh, filmmaker, director, slash writer Dennis Dugan, who's made some incredible films: Happy Gilmore, Saving Silverman, Grown Up. <gasps> Uh, Big Daddy, like all kinds of great movies. And this movie is beautiful. It's a romantic comedy. I'd say a pretty classic romantic comedy in, in that great way, uh, that timeless way. Diane Keaton and Jeremy Irons uh, started. Oh, so, so good. Maggie Grace, uh, um, uh, The Batch, King Batch, <laughs> and lots of amazing amazing people in this movie i uh, myself and my writing and production partner noah needleman along with dennis dugan the filmmaker created all of the music for this film and it's uh it's heavy on on music uh l king is in it i'm in it as well and we both sing these songs that that uh that we wrote it's just such it's just wonderful i can't wait for everyone to see it what is the name of the movie it's called Love, Weddings, and Other Disasters. Oh, that sounds like a comedy. That's awesome. I look forward to it. And when is the release date so we can look out? You got it. December 4th. It's supposed to be available uh, select theaters and video on demand. And then who knows uh, these days, you know, I hope it ends up in one of the cool streaming sites. It seems like so. everyone, including myself, is... Uh, using those things so it's great yes yes well congratulations to you mm -hmm. i know you have worked really hard and you have albums out and you have performed in live shows how was the transition for you to composing a full feature film pretty pretty cool i mean it was a big thing and i do think that it was it's a natural progression considering how much of my music's been used in film and television and the fact that I grew up in that industry. My family's in the film and TV industry. So I've always been very familiar with it and it's been a goal of mine for a long time, actually. Uh, um, I don't know, at least a dream, a big time dream come true. This is, this really has been a big, a big dream come true for me. Cause I, it's something I always wanted to do. Um, was to be involved in, in the whole score and soundtrack and just get, get in there. And this was an amazing opportunity. I hope I get to do it a lot more. So how did it come to you, this opportunity? Like, because uh, as an actress, when you, know, you get an audition that you get the first excitement, then you may get the call back, you get the second excitement, and then when they call you and say they don't want you, it's all go down. So right, how right. was it for you to get the, like, oh, I'm going to score this film now. It's real. 
Exactly. Well, you know, I've learned because I've experienced plenty of those ups and downs throughout my <laughs> career um, that to not count any of the chickens before. Right, have, right. <laughs> trust me, I absolutely understand. I mean, I'm only now saying like, yay, it's, it's real. <laughs> it's like that's because it was announced and it's actually official. But I honestly probably won't even feel fully comfortable till it is actually out in the world. But, um, but anyway, the, the way that it came to me, was through an amazing, amazing dear friend who's a brilliant music supervisor. And she, Michelle Silverman is her name, and she is just an extraordinary person. She's been a real champion of mine for a long time and has used a lot of my my music in her projects. And, uh, and she was talking to Dennis Dugan about this, and he really wanted to work closely with someone who's a songwriter, a singer-songwriter, and work with that person and create the music and she said i've got the perfect person for you and i i happen to agree i feel like i was the perfect person to do that because um you know i i started working on this project with dennis over five years ago and he started the the project something somewhere around 14 years ago or something ridiculous like that so this has been time passion project for him i was more than happy i said i i know how this works like i don't care how long it takes i'm i'm here for you man i'm ready to rock and roll and yeah and it went through and it actually happened it's amazing you know a lot of so many of those things you kind of have to account just for that being a part of the way things happen naturally you know it's not like there's something wrong you're not cursed because things don't always go right for you truth is usually don't go right sometimes they do and it you should be very one should be very grateful of the times they that they do because they I hear you they don't it's a miracle that anything ever actually happens absolutely and um, you know it's uh i always think it's a persistency like you persist absolutely keep, doing, keep going just mm-hmm. because of 100 no's that doesn't mean the 101 not going to be a yes just keep doing it and going forward and um, don't give it a timeline because when you do that, you just frustrate yourself, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's all just, that's just about creating expectations. And then, you know, you're comparing these made up ideas against reality and feeling disappointed. Of course it's disappointing. (laughs) You know, reality is different from how we wish it to be. Right. Right. I I, I agree with you. And thank you for sharing your, um, downtime with us as well as your victory it, you know it's good to know because it's it's easy to say wow well i suppose keaton was born in the industry so therefore it was easily handed to him but it's good to know no it took five years i stuck Absolutely. with it oh yeah yes and not to mention the fact that i'm 42 years old now so it's you are. well yeah so it's, <laughs> fi- it's five years of thank you though but um it's it's five years of working on this project after decades of of hard work and diligence and persistence like you said and just you know y- your body of work throughout a lifetime i didn't realize this when i was younger but i started to see it happen to me as i got older and got more accomplished accomplished more things and did more stuff yeah. there are more seeds out there planted and you never know which ones are going to grow and what oh. they'll grow into mm, so it's pretty incredible to be able to like sit back and be like yeah i mean right now uh even though obviously from the shutdown it's changed uh my whole schedule around because i was playing lead guitar which i still am the lead guitar player for the amazing brett young he's yes i was going to ask you about that tell us well an incredibly talented and amazing human being um and we had you know somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 shows booked this year that got 
Oh my goodness. Rescheduled, canceled, postponed. They're all being rescheduled. Uh, none of them are just being thrown away off the books or anything, you know, but it's, it, it was definitely a change of plans, but, that's again that's what life is like you know what i mean it's all about trying to figure out a way to really uh, embrace the unexpected and allow Thank it to you. roll over you just flow like the river flows you know if you have such a positive outlook uh, how did you use this pandemic and quarantine time to stay creative? I mean, I can only imagine yeah. uh, coming from these large shows, live performances totally. into your home. How did you transition and how did you use this time to remain inspired? Yeah, well, I've, you know, to me, I'm very much an introvert most of the time. And I, you know, because I, my what i do for for a living and my passion it's not just what i do for a living it's a it's a you know who i am um is a very there's a very extroverted part of that right. but i always need the rejuvenation time of just being just downtime and focus and and uh it's it's pretty normal and natural for me when i'm not on tour to just be in a in a situation almost like this where I'm just focused on whatever creative things are inspiring. I mean, I've done tons of writing and composition and um, just, I mean, so, so much stuff. I've got, got a ton of material that I've created throughout this time and, and, you know, focusing on making food and learning things. I do lots of, um, uh, on the iBooks, they have a thing called the Great Courses where they have college lecture, lecture series for all different types of subjects. And it's really fun and wonderful and it's perfect for me i love doing that stuff so just take the time to learn and you know try to enrich my internal self that's beautiful i i can uh, see that i can see that M many performers and entertainers they actually they're introverts as much as we would think they're extroverts no that's just uh, it's it's different so thank you for sharing that and you talked <laughs> about cooking Yes. So do tell, what did you learn and are you good at it? <laughs> well, I would, I would say that I'm pretty good at it. I do. Ooh, I'm okay. passionate about food. I love to, I love to cook and, uh, and what I love to do is just find the foods that I enjoy the most and then figure out how to create them, how to make them and how it all works and kind of take the, take some of the mystery out of it and find where the real magic is. A lot of times we think that the magic is, uh, is on the surface of something and go, how did somebody make this? But when you really break it down, the magic is that it's, that something so magical can be created through such simple, like steps and such yep. simple means you know um or can be broken down into very simple things but it's been it's it's just amazing you know when you make make a pizza and have it taste be like this is the best like i prefer this to any <laughs> delivery place, and that's it <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm my own pizza guy now awesome so pizza is your specialty I assume. Pizzas and calzones, but like lots of different things. I do a lot of Mexican food, Mexican-inspired uh, foods too. Tomatillos. I love making tomatillo salsa. And like, Ooh, that sounds really good. Maybe we can do another episode of the show when we can cook together. Yes, and my sister is an incredible chef, so I've always been inspired by her. 
that's right. <laughs> do you make do you change it and make it healthier or you just want to go with the delicious and tastiness of it i cook mostly yeah most of the stuff is either vegan or vegetarian oh, and lovely focus on healthy stuff because there's no one of my main things is just to to avoid eating chemical preservatives Bravo. and preserved so foods so i like to use all whole foods i get is you know when i make my tomato sauce it's whole tomatoes it's never canned Ooh. tomatoes and so on and so forth and not that there's anything wrong with that it's just that there's something needs to there, there's a process that that makes it less healthy when it needs to have a shelf life like exactly. that exactly. Maybe feed, it and feed it to whoever's there you know? so. exactly that's what i talk about all the time if it's canned if it's boxed think think twice <laughs> so thank you for sharing that that's going to be definitely next episode of miss Ayesha. show we're going to be in keaton's kitchen yes uh, would love to do that with you Um, I know that you are in Nashville now. Mm -hmm. So you relocated from Los Angeles when and how is the change and what is Nashville versus Los Angeles for you? Well, interestingly enough, Nashville is very Los Angeles-like. And it really? has increasingly that way. Well, especially the, the vibe and a lot of the people here, uh, many of my friends from Los Angeles have moved here over the last 10 years or, or more. So it's a, there's a lot of, of uh, transplants from LA to Nashville. So yes. it's a very LA vibe, but Nashville is a wonderful, fertile, uh, creative place, very warm and embracing of, of art and talent. And uh, it's just a really cool place to be. I've always loved it. I've been coming here to tour and do radio and this and that. And the other thing, probably since about 2004. So, and I've watched it change over the years and then seen so many of my friends move here. I moved here because I started playing lead guitar with Brett. And, uh, and you know, it's all located out of Nashville. The way that country music touring works is it's primarily weekends and then you're usually home from like Sunday to Wednesday and then you get on the bus and head out and do a weekend of shows. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a wonderful way to do it, but got to be in Nashville to, to catch the bus. And, <laughs> you know, it makes it easy for everyone to be in the same and so it was a great, it was a great reason for me to, to come here, you know, and I love LA. I miss LA as my home. I've lived there forever, but I also don't want to live in one place forever. I want to be, to feel free to be able to live anywhere that my life takes me, you know, and yeah, Nashville's yeah. been beautiful. It's fun to have seasons, you know, there's more, growing up in LA, there's, there, yeah. there's very little seasonal change. I mean, obviously there's the rainy time and then there's the rest of the time, you know, rainy but like, time. we need more rainy time in LA, but I hear you. Yes. I I'm also learning how to cope with cold because as a cold, I'm, I never experienced that to the extreme. So I hear you. It's an adjustment, but it's also beautiful to have yeah. seasons. Um, how does it uh, being a lead guitar player? Ooh, it's very fun. I mean, I do, I play a lot of rhythm stuff too. I end up covering a lot of stuff, uh, but, but it's, it's just so fun for me. The, the having this gig since it's like family, I've known Brett for a long time and I've known everyone else in the band for a long time too. And we all just love each other like fam, you know? And so it feels great. 
I love the music. I love everything that I'm playing and everyone that I work with, everybody in the crew and the whole thing is just, has just been wonderful. It really is like, it feels very luxurious for me, especially after being a front man and solo artist for so long myself. Exactly. Yes. How, what, what is the difference? Cause I've seen you on stage. So how is it to be the solo man and then uh, now working with the team and being the guitar player? It really, for me, it works well. I, I started off doing that anyway so that I could learn from from that point of view that's when I when I first started as a teenager I was playing in other people's bands and and musical director and working on records and things like that for other artists before I started writing my own stuff and putting my own band together so I so I've always felt really good about focusing on that for me it's a beautiful thing to be passionate about I understand I understand that much better because of my experience in the, in the front of the stage, what someone who's there needs from me and what they don't need. You know what I mean? I'm not, I know, I know exactly where to be to give energy without distracting to, to support Mm -hmm. and be there so that, so that that person can feel like they're just floating on a cloud the whole time and they don't have to think about anything except how how fun it is and how great everything sounds, you know? I love that. I'm passionate about that too. So, and also Brett really like we've known each other as artists, uh, singer songwriters for so long before any of this, uh, uh, big success happened for him. So he's always so incredibly generous and, and respectful and gracious. And uh, like, I'm always singing stuff. He has me play part of my song. And yeah, I sang- saw a video of you guys on a bus. You were singing and yes. I, yeah, I, exactly. Like so so, so much. much <laughs> yeah. I could relate to you on that. You know, you, you said something very beautiful. You said, I learned that from that point of view. So now right. I understand what I'm here, how that, would play out so I can serve it the best so the whole can be successful. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. And so you, yeah, totally. and you said about the family, the, the, your music family. So I wanted yeah. to ask you this, if you feel comfortable to answer, you have a music family. Are you looking into, or are you having your family? Are you, do you want to, I don't know where you stand in that area, but I would love to learn. Well, I definitely, um, you know, I don't know if I want to have, kids i'm not sure but i i mean how should i say this i know i do i know that i have the feeling of wanting that right it's something that i that it's a decision that i take very very seriously and i want to just weigh it really cautiously the more i think about it the more important i think it is to just be really conscientious about that you know um obviously you can't do everything and know everything and, and, and prepare of the world for a new life. But, um, but there are a lot of things that a person can do to prepare themselves and their life for a child to, to, you know, and I would want to do a lot of things to make that more, more about them. You know, I want to be able to focus when, when, and if I have kids, I want to be able to focus on them like entirely or almost entirely. That, that is great. Thank you for sharing about that. So tell us about the, all those shows that got canceled, but you said they're not off the book. They're going to come back. Are they, could you tell us a little bit if they are, if you guys going to do live shows, how will it be? Are there 
yeah, teach us a little bit about that. Yeah, we don't know yet. Everyone, everyone is equally, uh, you know, confused. <laughs> yeah, confused. Just trying to figure it out and wanting to do what's going to be the most safe and and uh, you know help lead us in the right direction so that we don't have to have all these heavy restrictions anymore. We can get everything under control. Um, and a lot of that's about us just not going and doing shows. We've done. I've done uh, numerous like online acoustic performances with brett we've done a couple of really big ones that have been great super awesome performances i mean so there's been a lot of that kind of stuff happening there have been uh you know there's nothing specific so i like if i were to say anything i would i wouldn't be saying anything really okay so if you guys are figuring it out it seems like we all all figured it out step by step day by day and the goal, I can say that the goal is to reschedule all of these shows and to reinstate things as much like it was before as possible, taking into account all of the health and safety measures that are necessary. Right. Well, I appreciate you sharing with us, and I'm so grateful that you came on the show today. And I very much look forward to do our kitchen the pizza yes. kitchen with you. I cannot wait to learn to do some vegan, vegetarian pizza. Oh, yeah. We can definitely, <laughs> well, definitely vegetarian because that's the that's one of the things where I really cheat and I go with cheese. But there are great ways to make vegan pizza, and even like some of the most pure pizza that you can make doesn't have cheese on it at all. Like the real, uh, real pizza is just all about the dough, a little bit of samarzano tomatoes, fresh basil, olive oil. That's it. There's no what about cheese. the dough? What kind of a dough do you use? Do you use so, flour or? No, no, I, I I use a regular flour, but sometimes sometimes uh, sometimes we use a combination of like some rye flour in there, some fresh milled uh, um, wheat berries, so to make make fresh flour and put that in there too, and that adds flavor and texture and all that. But some of the best that works is just the bread flour, unbleached. Regular. I love how much you enjoy creating. It could be music, it could be composing a film, it could be pizza. It seems like you're having just a lot of fun creating. I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Keaton, and I really hope that you come back again. Of course, I would love to. Mwah. Thank you so Mwah. much. Love you. Take care of yourself. Bye, sweetie. You too.